Things Conceivable, a surrogacy podcast with Nazca Fontes. Hello, All Things Conceivable audience members. Today I have a very special, extra special guest, in fact. And you know, I've encountered so many wonderful surrogates over the years, and I can really say that I think the one thing that they all have in common is that they are absolutely giving and always looking to better their world. And our next guest is doing just that. So I'd love to welcome Vanessa Stepin, a doula, a military wife and a mom of three, and now a first-time surrogate to her list of accomplishments. Vanessa, welcome. Thank you, Nazca. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I'm extra happy to have you too, and I'll just leave the audience in suspense as to why I designated you with an asterisk as to extra special. So Vanessa, just before we begin on some of this, for the uninitiated as to what it means to be a doula, why don't you explain what a doula is to our listeners? Yeah, of course. So I get that a lot. A lot of people are like, so you're a midwife? And I'm like, no, a doula is a non medical support person um, that assists people in pregnancy before, during, and after childbirth, as well as sometimes postpartum. And they also can help support the family and kids within the family and provide physical and emotional support. Um, And there's actually a lot of evidence that shows, you know, you can decrease your labor time, decrease your chance of a C-section, and also decrease your likelihood of needing an epidural or wanting an epidural. Um, So, you know, it's, I think everyone should have a doula in birth, but that's just my biased opinion. I am personally hiring a doula for my own birth. I've always had a doula as well. So they definitely um, make a huge difference in the whole experience and making sure that it's a positive one. And I do think that the concept of having a doula has really gained a lot of traction, you know, over the last handful of years. It used to be something that you didn't really hear a lot about, but certainly I think we're hearing more about it today. Would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. I mean, even I've been a doula for now, gosh, almost 10 years. And um, when I first started, people didn't even know what a doula was. And now, you know, people are coming to me, oh, you're a doula. Um, and so, yeah, it's been really cool to see the growth and just the awareness of, you know, having a doula and what it can do for your labor and birth. And do you think that your experience of being a doula helped you in your own surrogacy journey? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it helps me to advocate for myself, to ask the right questions, um, especially as I mentioned, you know, having a home birth with my third and going back to a hospital setting was a little bit difficult for me, um, but I'm able to advocate and ask the right questions so I feel like I'm in a good spot and I've, I've got a good support team around me to have a good experience anywhere I deliver. Why don't we uh, move along and talk a little bit about where you are in your surrogacy journey? I am currently um, 37 and a half weeks sitting on my birth ball as we speak. (laughs) (laughs) Home stretch. Um, Yeah, we're in the home stretch. So it's actually gone by pretty fast. And the intended parents are in town. We're just waiting on baby. Well, you know, before we get into all the particulars of your journey, um, you know, it is at the end and there's been lots of milestones and a lot to recap. I'd love to first talk about what you have done professionally 
Yes. So um, actually, when I got pregnant with my first son, I knew absolutely nothing about birth or pregnancy. And I'm the type of person that likes to gather all the information and know everything I can. And I was so fortunate to have a military spouse friend who was a doula. And she was like, Vanessa, you need to go take a birth class and just like learn, you know, what about pregnancy and about birth. So, you know, your options. And I just fell in love with like learning everything that our bodies are designed to do. And so I had a wonderful natural birth experience with my first son. And after that, I was like, I need to be teaching these classes. I need to be supporting these women. And so I immediately got certified to teach childbirth education first. And I didn't set out to be a doula. I actually really just wanted to teach the classes. And then um, part of the requirement for teaching is that you had to witness two births. Um, so you had to go to two births and, um, my first birth I ever attended, I got to shadow a doula and I actually got to like have some hands-on experience with her. And that was the moment that I was like, I, this is what I was meant to do. And so, um, that's kind of how I got into it. You know, every doula that I've ever met just from the very beginning, just absolutely has a, uh, like a, a vigorous passion, maybe I'll call it, for all things childbearing. Like they absolutely just jump into the deep end and they can't imagine not embracing pregnancy, childbirth, helping to support other women through that momentous milestone. And so, you know, the sentiments that you've expressed are so familiar to me based on all of the other doulas that I've encountered. And through conceivabilities, naturally, we work with a lot of doulas. Um, doulas tend to be drawn to the idea of surrogacy, right? And I think mm -hmm. that you're no exception to that. So before we get into, again, a little bit more about surrogacy, tell me how, you know, when did you first start becoming a birth educator and when did you uh, become a doula? And then finally, you took it even further and you created your own business in Colorado Springs called Birthwell. So tell us a little bit about that journey. Yeah, so my son was born in 2014. I got certified as a childbirth educator in 2015. Um, I started teaching classes, and um, most of my doula clients came from my classes. So I had them in a 10-week course, and, um, and the, most of them hired me as their doula as well. And so um, as a military spouse, we kind of bounced around quite a bit. So I started my business when we were living in Louisiana, um, and then we moved to Nebraska and now we're in Colorado. So we've, we've been to like three different States since I started my business and, um, yeah, it's just been so life-giving and so fulfilling to be a part of those couples journeys into parenthood. Um, it's just been beautiful. Um, did you become familiar with the idea of surrogacy because you met other surrogates in your work as a doula? Or, you know, tell me how you first became aware and thought for yourself, huh, maybe I could be a surrogate too. What was the deciding factor? Yeah, so I actually had a military friend um, in 2016. I was pregnant with my daughter and she um, was struggling to get pregnant, found out that she was actually born without a uterus. And so she ended up adopting one child and then having one through surrogacy. And that was my first exposure to surrogacy. I really wasn't familiar with it, didn't know much about it. And I just remember like following her story and following her journey. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that is something that 
I could do. Like I, I enjoy being pregnant. I have really smooth and easy deliveries. Like when I'm done with my family, I would love to be able to be that person who's giving that gift. So do you think that your experience in helping to guide other women through pregnancy and delivery helped you in your surrogacy journey? Maybe it didn't make the decision-making any different than someone who decides that surrogacy is right for them. But how about the actual process of being pregnant? Do you think it's, it's helped you in your surrogacy journey? Yeah, I think like watching all different couples experience pregnancy and birth and I think this pregnancy has been so much different than my own pregnancies. Um, not so much the pregnancy, but just like, you know, going through IVF and um, OB care. And I had like a home birth with my last baby. So there's just been a lot of differences like that. And I think my experience as a doula has really prepared me for that because I've had clients who have gone through IVF. I've had clients who have birthed at home, at hospitals, birth centers. And so it's actually like, you know, it's reassuring because I've been in all those situations. I've seen inductions, I've seen C-sections, I've seen all the things that can happen in birth. And so that background knowledge just makes me feel comforted that like, I know all the things that could happen and I'm prepared for anything. So that heightened awareness of the process of pregnancy is going to lead me to declare doulas make great surrogates. Would you agree with that, Vanessa? <laughs> I would agree a hundred percent. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, we just have a passion for pregnancy and birth and who better than someone who's passionate about it to fulfill that dream for a family. I think it's beautiful. So let's pivot a little bit and talk about your match. Um, you know, you decided to be a surrogate and you, um, went through the process, obviously, that all other surrogates go through of, of getting educated and then going through screening and then ultimately finding the right match. So tell us about your match. Yeah, so my intended parents, I really had a heart for finding a couple that, like, since I had a friend who didn't have a uterus, like, that was kind of, like, something that I, I was like, I want to help someone that doesn't have a uterus because that has got to be the most devastating diagnosis or, you know, if they had a hysterectomy, that would be just devastating. Um, and so I, that was kind of like my criteria. I know it sounds weird, but that was like, I wanted to help someone that was in a similar situation to my friend. And, um, I also, I think it was really important for me that it was their first child. I really wanted to be able to give that gift of like someone's first baby. So those were kind of my criteria going in. And did you work, you know, at 37 and a half weeks, you've been through a lot of milestones. Why don't you yeah. tell us a little bit about maybe some of the most memorable ones until we talk about the most recent one, which is the birth plan. But prior to that, you know, maybe you can showcase for the audience here. What are some of the most memorable aspects of the journey in terms of the milestones that you achieved along the way? Well, I would say the most challenging or the most, the part that I was most fearful about, and then it turned out to be not that bad was the progesterone shots. Um, I am not a needle person and that's actually like my main motivation for not getting an epidural with any of my births was like, I was terrified of needles. Um, and through this surrogacy journey, I can happily say that I can give myself an injection and I'm not afraid of giving blood anymore. Like I'm just like poke and prod and I'm fine. Um, so that's been a big point of growth for me, I think, during this journey. 
Um, but I think one of the most special milestones was actually getting to meet my intended parents in person um, when we went for the embryo transfer. And then um, also they came to Colorado for the 20 week anatomy scan and got to meet my family and my kids. And that was really special. I mean, uh, you know, it can be difficult for kids to understand surrogacy and my kids are nine, six, and two. So my two-year-old's kind of like, doesn't know what's going on, but <laughs> the older two, it was really helpful for them to get to meet, like, here's the mom and dad of the baby that you're, that mommy's carrying. Um, so that really brought it full circle for them. And they, they love the intended parents and they're so excited for them to have their first baby. So how did you talk to your kids about surrogacy from, you know, introducing the idea and the concept to, you know, um, helping them understand along the way as you became visibly pregnant, you had to go to lots of appointments. Tell us how you talked them through that process of understanding what it is um, to be a surrogate for another couple. Yeah, I mean, I had thought about becoming a surrogate back in 2017. Um, so I feel like it's always been something that I've talked about with them and I'm very open and, you know, I had a home birth of my most recent baby and my two older ones were there and, you know, they got to announce the gender and they were, I always say they're like my best little doulas. Um, so they are just really like involved in, you know, when I teach classes, they, they've seen my, my model pelvis and the placenta and the baby and like, they know all about birth and they know that, that I'm really passionate about it. So I think it was kind of easy for them because um, they've just been exposed to it for since they were born, essentially. Um, but I think, you know, sometimes their friends have interesting questions. They're like, so it's not your baby. Like, how did it get there? <laughs> like, you know, they just have like questions that kids have. And so I think my kids have done a really great job of taking it in stride and you know when someone asks oh is your mom having another baby and they're like yeah but it's not ours and they just like are nonchalant about it so um yeah and we've got books we we got some books when we first um decided we were moving forward with it to kind of you know those analogies of like you know someone needs to bake a cake but they don't have an oven they just have all the ingredients and helping them understand in a kid-friendly way was really helpful too well certainly from your absolutely wonderful Instagram page. You know, you share a lot of posts about how much your son loves your Sero baby bump. And oh, yeah. it really is, you know, such a, a wonderful way to display to the world what it's like to engage and bring other family members and specifically the kids kind of along in the journey. And what I've learned over two decades of doing this is that I believe kids really learn a lot about selflessness and compassion. Yeah. And yeah. do you think that some of those lessons have been bestowed upon your kids from your surrogacy journey? Yeah, absolutely. And I've shared about that on social media too, that I think it's such an amazing way to like tangibly display selflessness to your kids. Like what's more selfless than helping someone have a baby? I think that's a huge thing. And I think they really appreciate the fact that I'm doing it for this couple and um, I mean, they've seen the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, every pregnancy you have bad days and emotions and hormones and, um, you know, they're, they've just been my rocks, honestly. They're, they're so supportive and loving and they're just the best. <laughs> 
Oh, it sounds like it. And you know, I mean, certainly I think you are a hero in their eyes, not only because your mom and all the wonderful things that you are as their mom, but just this lesson in compassion and selflessness. But it sounds like, you know, if we, we talk about your husband for just a minute, I mean, your husband surely is a hero in their <laughs> eyes too. And your husband's in the military. And so, um, you know, we do have a lot of military wives in our surrogacy program. It seems to be, you know, this common thread that we see quite a bit. And so let's talk a bit about your husband and how he came along with this idea of surrogacy. Yeah, well, he'll, he'll tell you that, you know, he doesn't have any control over me and I can do it. Like, I'll just do it if I, if I'm, if I set my heart to something, there's no stopping me. I'm just that kind of person, but no, he's been a good sport and he's been really supportive through the journey. Um, I think, and his like work has been super supportive too, because, you know, obviously I'm pregnant and I'm going to be going into labor and it affects his work schedule and they're, you know, being really supportive of that. And so that's been good. Um, but yeah, he's been a trooper <laughs> dealing with all the pregnancy hormones and all the things. And is he, um, involved with the intended parents at all? Tell us about the relationship between the four of you as, as two couples. Yeah, so we both went um, to Nashville for the transfer, and we stayed with the intended parents in their house, and so we got to spend some quality time with them. They stayed with us in our house when they came to Colorado, and now they're camping out in an Airbnb here, so we have seen them almost every day, and um, we have a group text message, and, you know, we just, I think that we all have a really good working dynamic and good relationship together, so... It's been, it's been good. The dads, you know, have bonded over certain things and yeah, it's been cute. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's cute. Um, and that's not unusual, right? At all. In fact, mm -hmm. if you follow our own social media pages, you see lots of photos of interactions between, you know, intended dad and uh, surrogate uh, husband and, um, you know, the intended mother-to-be and the surrogate. And it's, it's really nice when you see these couples bond together over a very significant moment in each other's lives. Yeah. So it is getting close to the end here. Tell us a little yeah. bit about how um, you're planning, you know, maybe about the birth plan. I think our audience really enjoys hearing about the birth plan too. Yeah, so I'm a big planner. I like to have a plan, although I like to call them birth wishes because as a doula, I know that births don't always go as planned, and so it's important to have some flexibility and oh, realistic expectations. <laughs> yes, birth wishes. <laughs> nice, nice. Yes, so um, I kind of put together um, my birth wishes for you know, the first, second, third stage of labor. And then obviously the newborn procedures, I kind of, um, you know, asked the intended parents, I was like, hey, do you want me to help you with newborn care on the birth plan? Do you want to not have a birth plan? Like, what's your plan? And so they basically were like, we know nothing, like tell us our options and then we'll do research. And so we kind of came together and developed a birth plan that has, you know, the labor and delivery and then also newborn care. But obviously the newborn care decisions were all made by the parents. Um, and so I think that just really helps us all get on the same page. So we know like, okay, when baby comes out, like who's the first to hold the baby and who's going to cut the cord and everything like that is kind of laid out and decided beforehand. Um, and then obviously like my birth wishes. So depending if I go into labor spontaneously or if I have to be induced, um, I have different preferences 
in every scenario. So having a plan and again, or a wish, that's right. That's yeah. it's a wish. And you know, anybody that's given birth knows exactly what it is that you're talking about. Uh, you know, we say cheekily the best laid plans, you know, you know what happens to mm -hmm. those. So it is a wish, but you know, at least being prepared and having a plan is empowering. Every step along the way, I think it's very empowering for surrogates to have a direct say in their care and how it all unfolds. And so do you think, you know, in, in combination, you're, you're a doula, so you certainly empower others through their own birth. Being a surrogate, working with intended parents, you are, you know, empowering their dream of, of uh, having a family. And so how do you think that being a surrogate might also be empowering? You know, a lot of people, when, they, when I declare this, they ask the question, well, how is being a surrogate empowering? But I think it's best left for you to explain if you think surrogacy is empowering. And so, you know, please, please describe how so. Yeah, I think for sure it's so empowering to know that you can, like, give such a life-changing gift to someone. I mean, I honestly... I always tell people like being a surrogate has always been something on my bucket list. Like I just felt called to do it. And now that I'm like fulfilling that bucket list dream, like, I don't know, I'm just filled with so much joy and feel so blessed that I'm able to do that for someone. Um, so yeah, I think it's empowering. I think it's also inspiring. I've, you know, I've inspired no less than like three or four <laughs> of my people in my, you know, close circle to pursue surrogacy as well so I think that just goes to show by like sharing my journey and um being open about it it has inspired other people to give the gift because obviously I have a limit of how many times I can give birth and be a surrogate so I think it's important to inspire other people too and then you know what's interesting to me about this is, um, well, first of all, surrogates who share their journey and their story and their life on social media, it, it's wonderful because you really get kind of that insider's point of view on the process mm -hmm. in a way that you can't quite capture through a website or through, you know, materials, educational materials. But, you know, when you, when you interact with someone through social media that's going through it, you just get this really great glimpse into the reality of it. And um, it always begs the question from folks, well, what about the compensation piece? And you've shared on your own social media the compensation, right? It's a question that some people don't like to talk about, but it definitely looms large. But you shared that not only are you giving an amazing gift that's incredibly fulfilling, empowering, but it's also in turn a financial blessing. So, you know, maybe you can touch upon that a little bit and tell us, you know, about that and how it's um, maybe helping your family financially. Yeah. And I think, I think it's true for a lot of surrogates. Like I didn't go into this thinking like, oh, I can make money and like help my family. Like I had like more of an altruistic like desire to help a family. And so compensation was kind of just like icing on the cake. Um, but I, uh, whenever I talk to people now, I'm like, you know, compensation is really important because you are putting your body through so much and, and risking, you know, complications and all the things and going through IVF. So it is a lot. And so I think it's important to be well compensated. Um, but yeah, it's been such a blessing to have that extra income for our family. Um, most of it, I'm just, you know, trying to save, but we are planning a trip to Mexico in January. So I'm really looking forward to 
getting away and having some fun with my family and not worrying so much about budget of it all because I have, you know, extra income. And so that's just been a huge blessing. But I think like, you know, I don't think you could pay someone a million dollars if they didn't have, you know, that heart for surrogacy and helping others. No, I would agree with you there. I mean, again, any woman that's been pregnant knows, um, you know, how taxing it can be at times, mm -hmm. even under the best of circumstances, healthy pregnancy, easy delivering, delivery, it's still a very taxing process and you have to have uh, a compelling reason, right? A draw, maybe even, um, you know, a compulsion towards uh, being pregnant and finding joy in that too. And the compensation is a nice on the side and it, it is important. Um, it's important that surrogates get financially compensated at a level that is deserving of all the time and effort that they have to undertake to achieve that pregnancy on behalf of an intended parent, but it's not a motivating reason. It's just right. a nice aside. So, you know, for other women who, doula or otherwise, who are considering the idea of surrogacy, what advice do you have for them? I mean, I would say follow your heart, talk to your family, make sure you have a good support system. I think like having a support system is 100% like essential, especially in such a unique situation. Like when you're pregnant with your own kid, it's it's different. Like you automatically have the support of friends and family. And then I think when you're a surrogate and people know you're being compensated for it, it can kind of feel a little bit more isolated sometimes. Um, not that your friends and family don't love and support you, but it's just a little bit different. So having um, other surrogate friends, I was so fortunate that one of my dear, dear friends, um, she is two weeks behind me in her surrogacy journey. And so we've been walking step by step the whole way. And it's been so incredible to have a friend to like talk to who knows exactly what I'm going through because it is such a unique experience. So yeah, support is 100% essential. Yeah, in, in all aspects. And you know, not everybody will have people in their lives that support the idea of surrogacy. So mm -hmm. that's also an important reminder, right? You've got to really select those that you're going to bring into that inner circle who even, um, you know, if things get a little thorny or rough, they're still going to be there supporting you in your choices and in your pregnancy. So um, support is a key element of a successful surrogacy journey for sure and you know I, I have made a bold statement that I think doulas make great surrogates why do you think that is I mean I think we're we're so well versed and educated in pregnancy and birth that we're just we're passionate about it and we've done it successfully we've supported people and so I think that we're just we're kind of made for this we're a unicorn in the birth world and um, I just think we make amazing surrogates <laughs> not only do you make amazing surrogates but you also make and here's the the surprise wonderful employees like I find that the <laughs> surrogates uh, you know who come through the conceivabilities program just have such uh, you know, I'm going to use this word again, but a passion for all things pregnancy and specifically once they've been a surrogate for surrogacy in general. And you have recently joined the conceivabilities team. So um, how yeah. does it feel to be uh, kind of on the other side as it were? 
It's been amazing. I feel like becoming a surrogate was kind of like when I became a doula, like I got the bug and now like all I want to talk about is surrogacy and, you know, inspire other people to become surrogates. Like I've just become so passionate about it because of my experience. And so, yeah, I'm so grateful. I'm honored to work with Conceivabilities. This is such an incredible company. So yeah, thrilled to be here. Oh, well, thank you for saying that. And if you had to share, you know, a bit of wisdom on what it's like to be on both sides of the equation, you know, do you have kind of what I like to call the biggest aha moment? Do you have an aha that you would want to share with women um, and what you'd want them to know about choosing to be a surrogate and maybe even choosing to be a surrogate with conceivabilities? Yeah, well, I think the biggest aha has just been the impact on my kids and my family and just this whole journey that we've been on together. I think it's made us stronger, not because it's been easy, but because of the ups and downs and challenges, it's just made us grow so much closer as a family and being able to display that selflessness to my kids. I I really hope that's something that they take on with them the rest of their lives and maybe they'll do something amazing. Maybe my daughter will be be a surrogate one day. Um so that's been such a cool experience. It's been wonderful. Well, it, it has been a joy to have you in our program, not only as a surrogate, but also as a cherished team member. So Vanessa, thank you so much for joining us today and helping to enlighten our listeners on uh, all things surrogacy and all things doula. So we've really enjoyed it today. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. It's so interesting to hear these stories time and again about the selflessness and compassion of women. And, you know, I invited Vanessa to give me her own aha moment in her surrogacy journey. And I love to wrap with my own. But today what I'm going to share is a little aha moment whispered in my ear by my producer, who during the course of this interview said to me that he didn't know a thing about surrogacy three seasons ago. But through the course of time and listening in on these interviews has just been so astounded that two people can come together as strangers for one of the most miraculous and amazing and important journeys in each other's lives. And it just goes to show you that we have a lot of commonality and similarities as humans. And when we just let our guard down and step into a place of grace and compassion and selflessness, miracles can be achieved. So thank you everybody for listening today and I'll talk to you next time. At Conceivabilities, we believe that everyone who wants to become a parent can. Our agency has helped build thousands of families for nearly 25 years. Whether you are an intended parent ready to fulfill your family destiny, a surrogate answering your calling, or an egg donor wanting to expand what's possible in your life, we are your people. See how matching matters. Learn more by joining our Surrogacy Learning Center community at surrogacylearningcenter.conceivabilities.com.